0: And we are recording. What is up, world? John, shoot here with another Puff Creative podcast today. I have the pleasure of being with Go- with Goldie, Goldie. How do I- is it Goldie? Slo- how do I pronounce your last name?
1: Solidar.
0: Goldie Solidar of City Sessions, one of my favorite local Denver companies. Goldie, how are you doing this morning?
1: I'm doing great, John. How about yourself?
0: I'm doing great. Besides, both of us have upper back and neck pain. We need to get yeah, some and CBD going this morning. Exactly. Goldie, <laughs> I love your outfit. I, I love you so much. You're one of my favorite people <laughs> in the cannabis industry. Um, Before we dive into your story a little bit, because uh, I think that um, it's a beautiful thing always learning like how people, you know, got cannabis involved in their life and how they got in the industry. Tell us a little bit about City Sessions and what what is City Sessions.
1: Yeah, um, so City Sessions has evolved over the years into a cannabis tourism and lifestyle brand. We specialize in immersive experiences of the Colorado cannabis industry with an educational focus. I've identified education to be the biggest gap in cannabis. So, um, whether you're on a new to cannabis tour, a medical relief tour, you're just a, on a recreational tour, or an investor looking to kind of understand the business of cannabis a little bit more, um, there's always an educational aspect to. The tour so you understand how to navigate the product line to select products and strains based on a desired effect you're looking to achieve or ailment that you're looking to combat. Um, and then when I say immersive we walk through gardens labs dispensaries and then we get out and we explore colorful Colorado food art nature beer, um, all while you elevate along the way if you choose to.
0: That was like the best description ever. I totally agree. I feel I feel like education is just, especially like being in marketing. It's like you can never have too much education in cannabis. Um, yeah, and it's 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 interesting to see, like even in Colorado, being such a mature market, how there's still that gap all around consumer business, you know, investor. So it's a beautiful thing what you're doing, and just hearing you talk about it, it's like wow, that that's like every single thing I love about life is like <laughs> incorporated into City Sessions. Um, that, so we'll circle back to city sessions where I want to know a little bit about more about you personally, where, where did you grow up actually? Like, where are you from?
1: Okay. I grew up in a small town in upstate New York called Hunter Mountain it's nestled oh. in the Catskills.
0: Yeah. Hunter I used to snowboard there and I was younger.
1: Yeah. And that's where, um, mountain jam happens, uh, yeah. the Warren Haynes festival.
0: Yeah, yeah. Mountain Jam. That's right. Yeah, that was actually, I think, one of my best friends first festivals. Um, yeah, Did they, are they, is Mountain Jam still happening? Or, I mean, obviously not because of COVID, but they, I wonder if they're going to come back.
1: I think they're going to come back. I gotta tell you, I hope like, so. Mountain Jam helped, like, like redirect my business. Um, when I first got started in 2014, I launched city sessions and I kind of freaked out. Um, cause I didn't know how to load a bus of people. When I wrote my initial business plan, it was to do party style bus tours. And I freaked out and I went back East to clear my head and I'm sitting on the mountain listening to Bob Weir and Rat Dog smoking weed. And I'm like, what the heck am I, what am I doing with myself right now? Like I don't know how to load a bus of people and that's like when I decided to switch, <laughs> gear. <laughs> switch gears and offer private custom tours of the industry out of my Honda CRV at the time so it was like very interesting but wow. mountain jam, mountain jam no a special way. place in my heart
0: I feel like it's so I feel like I've heard so many people be, like have that <laughs> moment on the hill where they're like I had like a life-changing experience on the hill during mountain jam that's awesome um so you're from new york which is like i'm from new jersey kind of similar experience in regards to cannabis we had local drug dealers who we'd buy our weed off of we didn't have access to dispensaries it was illegal um was there like a point you know when you're growing up when like cannabis entered your life and it stuck kind of thing or like when did that happen
1: yeah. So I mean, I like to joke that I'm from like the land of the hippies. I'm like 40 minutes yeah, outside of Woodstock. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Right?
1: <laughs> and my dad is like this um like far out, like hippie entrepreneur. He still wears like a Canadian tuxedo jean on jean with like a, a dead shirt in the middle. Um so <laughs> cannabis is always that makes just kind
0: of <laughs>
1: I, I actually wear jean on jean often and people are like I, I love your look and I'm like I stole it from my dad.
0: <laughs> I've definitely <laughs> seen you in jean on jean action for sure. <laughs>
1: um, so I think that like when I think back to like my first experiences with cannabis I really got into it like initially when I was 16 and you know it was a very like open normal thing in my house. Not that I was smoking weed around my parents, but they knew we were consuming my brother and I in our home. And the the rule was like do what you want to do, just stay home. You're not to go anywhere. So yeah, it don't was get pretty in trouble. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it was yeah. pretty normal. But I would say um you know, I had a little bit of trouble when I got to college in terms of just finding my footing. I had already been away at school for four years at a sports academy for ski racing. So like oh, the no transition. Way. Yeah. I went to So you grew to, up skiing
0: at Hunter Mountain.
1: Um I, I grew up skiing Hunter Mountain and then I went to Lake Placid for um, four years of high school. Interesting. Yeah. So, you know, I That's went to really college. Cool. Thank you. It was a very cool chapter of my life. Um, But when I went to college, I couldn't really find my footing. Like I I didn't want to be on the ski team. And I I'm also not like a really big drinker. And that's very confusing when you're, you know, in college to not really take to alcohol. So I started chasing live music and smoking weed. And that was like another pivotal point in my cannabis use. And then when I moved to Colorado, actually, John, Um, I I didn't know anyone I sold my car packed my bags and moved to Colorado I just like had a feeling that this is where I was supposed to be and um, someone gifted me a bag of weed and I called my dad and I was like dad someone just gifted me a bag of weed and he's like what and I'm like right because that would never happen in New York Um, and then (laughs) someone gifted (laughs) (laughs) me never never. yeah it's
0: true it never
1: And then so someone gifted me another bag of weed and I'm like, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be right now. So
0: (laughs) yeah, now that I think about it, like, yeah, people just give me like an ounce of weed, like casually, like, it's (laughs) like, oh yeah, dude, this is my organic custom homegrown. It it was Bob Weir's father started this strain and it's like, here, take this.
1: and And when that happens, you're like, this is such a normal part of culture. And I, I yeah. moved here in late two thousand. But like coming from New
0: York, it's like, like I, originally I was like, oh my God, like I same feeling. Like it's kind of cool. And then now it's like a normal thing, you know, cause it, yeah, that's so awesome. It was
1: awesome. So yeah. Did, did you,
0: that, that kind of makes me just think like, circling back, like the whole cannabis music thing. Um, did you just like kind of have this like realization of like, how like cannabis enhances that experience and like how it was like good for you. Is that kind of how that evolved a little bit?
1: Yeah. You know, when I was in high school, you know, we would do these big workouts and then we come, we come back to the dorms and we would shower. And I just remember like my friends putting on like Bob Marley, dispatch, slightly stupid. We were kind of just like exploring like reggae and like fish and um, just like rusted root these different genres yeah, of music love the
0: fish drop
1: right totally and then um, <laughs> when I went to college I like I didn't know what I was seeking really I mean I was really seeking culture more than anything and I think that music is like this outlet into a cultural experience and it got me away from like this frat scene party that was going on at University of New Hampshire And um, I found myself pretty regularly at this place called the stone church um, right outside of campus and John Brown's body would come through rack. And it was just these smaller jam bands. Um, But I find that I would like take off my shoes in this bar and like smoke weed and dance. And it was just like a very connecting experience to myself. And also it was a massive release in terms of like, purging that like energy that kind of just builds up inside you so like music and cannabis is very therapeutic I find
0: yeah I agree yeah that's awesome yeah that's so cool yeah I find that the same thing it's like yeah same thing with me and like yeah music art, extreme sports like I kind of find that that zone that release that you're talking about like it's so good for people like once they're able to like harness that um interesting so Okay, so you mentioned 2014 is around when City Sessions started. Uh, you were in Colorado. Um, how did that, like, how has that evolved over the years and kind of, like, where are you at now? Like, what's anything exciting that you, like, anything that you're really excited about right now? I know COVID, obviously, was probably a shitstorm for you, um, you know, in the beginning. But, you know, it's really cool to see, you back in action. (laughs) I see you on Instagram. Like I love following you. Like what's going on with city sessions these days?
1: You know, city sessions definitely took a hit last year and the business model kind of blew up and I had to let go of my team. And I mean, I had some stellar people working with me, Um, but I ended up you know, redirecting, I ran all all the tours last year, um, which was really cool for me because it was an opportunity to kind of get back um, like in front of the guest and really kind of hone in on this education and what's sticking and what was not sticking. Um, it also um, was a very humbling experience last year because my business is really built off of other people's businesses. It's a community-based platform and um, you know, I've been doing this now for this is my seventh year that I'm in, and my partner showed up that's, for me. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's yeah, awesome. My, like, how many businesses fail in the first year, couple of years? You know, it's totally, totally.
1: And um, yeah, my partners just like really showed up for me last year, and I I know that was not the case for other tourism businesses, and I just know that's not the case um, in general for a lot of businesses that worked off yeah. of you know, especially hospitality at the end of the day. So just Would very Would you say it's because it was
0: cannabis related maybe?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, cannabis was deemed essential. Um, but, you know, I mean, the ask of what I was asking my partners for last year was very big. You know, I was asking them to please gain me access into the back end of their grows um during a pandemic with um, yeah. tourists you know so I mean oh, no, like,
0: I, I meant I meant more on the lines of like do you think it's because like you know you, cannabis is like kind of like this beautiful thing and like you're so passionate about it and like you know if it wasn't that type of industry you might have not received that type of like help I guess
1: um yes and no I mean I think that it's beyond cannabis I really believe that it, like anything else in In business, it's really based on that relationship, Mm -hmm. and um, I have amazing relationships. I I work with amazing people in this industry that um, chose to look beyond what was going on with them and recognize that they had a brand partner out there that was, you know, having a hard time, and how can they make it work for us all? You know, and there was definitely an adjustment, and I definitely had to kind of look through their lens as well, and through looking um, through their lens, it was really like, I needed to take responsibility for these tours. Like I needed to make sure that I was managing the situation. So I took on all the tours last year. I, I ran business throughout the entire year. It was
0: yeah.
1: awesome. It was very connecting. And now that we're in 2021, um, I just set up a new office space downtown. Um, another Congrats. community, thank you. Another community that I'm involved with outside the cannabis industry delivered on um, space for me and support for me last year. And um, I have my new office. I just hired two part-time guides, these fabulous women who have as much passion for cannabis as I have. And um, really just kind of rebuilding the tourism part of this business um, today. We had a, an amazing April so no complaints there except my neck hurts. Um,
0: Too much work. (laughs) Too much
1: work, Um, and then my plans for the future are very interesting right now. Um, You know, the pandemic really redirected me and kind of opened up new potential, so I'm just kind of kind of looking into what is possible right now. I'm not really ready to kind of divulge what I want to what I want to do, but um, yeah. just kind of looking into on um, the possibilities of what could be at, in scaling city sessions. You know, I just got a really cool email from a, a past client who um who really wants to, you know, start getting into the industry more through his marketing agency. Um, and you know, told me um, in an email that Richmond, you know, now that Virginia just passed, Richmond is like this um, center point where um, half the American population lives within a 500-mile radius of Richmond, and like City Sessions East might be a really nice possibility. So it's really cool that community is
0: mimicking it in each, each city. And that's awesome. Yeah,
1: exactly. And it's, it's interesting that my community kind of still thinks of, of this business after they've taken a tour and like where it might be viable elsewhere, you know? So I don't know. I'm just like really open to all the possibilities. And I'm like you, I, I love being in business because it allows me to be creative and, figure out where my next move is and not really have yeah. to focus on what everyone else is doing. Um, yeah,
0: it's a beautiful thing.
1: It's a beautiful, it's, a, it's, it's, a, a beautiful it's totally thing. A,
0: it's totally a hustle though, but it's a beautiful
1: thing. <laughs> um, my, my boyfriend sent me a, um, like a meme of a hamster on a wheel and it said like life of an entrepreneur. And I'm like, hmm, this hamster is just making me tired looking at him. <laughs> <laughs>
0: dude i know it is it is a hustle i have so much respect for you i like again like you're running your business you're doing tours you're posting on your social media all the time um it's impressive you you know you you deserve everything that's coming to you goalie um where can where's the best place for people to find you right now i know uh city and then city sessions denver on instagram correct
1: Yep. So, um, yeah, both of those are great. I mean, depending on what you really want to do, I just, I, I think more than anything, I probably just want to encourage people to follow us on Instagram, just to kind of get a sense of who we are and the story that we tell around cannabis and how to incorporate it into lifestyle. Um, also these tours are amazing. So if you find yourself coming to Colorado, um, I obviously recommend a tour. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, I will plug in links to all this stuff. <laughs> they're, they're, very, so
0: people-
1: they're, very spe- they're very special experiences. And um, I, I like to say that we stamp people's souls. You remember your great experiences in life, not the shoes you bought last year. So um, For sure. it's like definitely a goal of mine to make sure that anyone that comes through the business really just has an elevated experience. And you know I'm Denver's greatest ambassador, so um, let me show you what our city's all about.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of hidden gems here, and you know them all. Yes, and, I do. Um, I will I will say, yeah, I have like you you know I, I consider myself like a varsity cannabis consumer here in Colorado. But even with products that I have tried before, I still have learned how to incorporate incorporate them into my routine. By following your Instagram, and I've also learned things about the products that I didn't actually know in the past by following you as well. So, definitely a great follow, Goldie. Thank you so much for being on my podcast. I really, really appreciate you. You're again, you're you're a gem. And um, despite the the neck and back pain that we're both experiencing, um, I think we crushed this one. So, thank you for your time.
1: I do too. Thank you, John. It's always a pleasure.